Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? I got to tell you, I love hearing that name. Cover your assets. <laughs> well, today, first Saturday of every month, is Great Waters Retirement Radio. And so that is uh, important for us to make that distinction for Saturday of every month. And this morning, we have Taylor Sundin with Great Waters. And Taylor has uh, been in the financial services industry for a while. The uh, business of Great Waters Financial is retirement as a specialty. Every financial advisor in existence says they're a retirement specialist, but in fact, that's not true. Uh, and retirement is its own animal. It is very unique. And planning for retirement has a whole set of uh, knowledge components that most financial advisors don't focus on. So I love working with these guys. And we're going to be talking about some of the challenges that people are having in these times that we're dealing with right now and trying to find uh, some maybe stability. And uh, is the government helping us out in any way? If so, is it really a help or not? So with that, Taylor, are you with me? I'm here, Todd. All right. I can barely hear you, but uh, okay. Uh, Taylor, how long have you been with Great Waters? I've been with Great Waters for, uh, for about four years now. All right. So <clears throat> finding it a little bit different than your former uh, employers, Ameriprise and Raymond James? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I think the there. biggest distinction there is just, uh, to your point, on the planning side, a lot of people say they're doing that, but uh, you know, really having a holistic planning approach is uh, is something that Great Waters does very well, in my opinion. Uh, I agree with you 100%. So tell me, uh, uh, I'm reading the CARES Act includes temporary changes to help people handle the financial stress due to the COVID-19 crisis. Today, we're going to take a closer look at the changes that impact <clears throat> your retirement accounts as it relates to that. So, so. What are the most common concerns you're hearing from retirement uh, folks right now today with all that's going on in the news? Yeah, and there's a lot going on in the news, isn't there? You know, just looking at uh, the COVID-19 situation coupled with, you know, what's happened here recently, uh, especially here locally, um, you know, the, the news is ever-changing. So, you know, retirement, uh, the American retirement people are right in the middle of that trying to figure out what to do with their finances. So, you know, the, the main concerns not only are first and foremost, making sure everyone stays safe and healthy, uh, but also, you know, when it comes to their economic and financial situation, making sure that's healthy as well. So there's concerns around making sure they stay safe, but then, the, you know, looking at their overall plan, are their finances going to be okay? You know, we have a lot of people who are close to retirement. They're worried they're not going to be able to retire at all. And they get to a point where now they're going to retire and you know, the markets are down. Now we've had a recovery here recently, but that can be concerning if you're transitioning to that next phase of life in retirement where you're taking income back out of your portfolio. 
Well, that's that's a really interesting point that you bring up because a lot of folks don't truly understand what it means uh, to take money out um, and what how it affects your your performance going forward. So why don't you just briefly talk about that a little bit about what it means to take your money out in a down market and how that affects your trajectory going forward for the rest of your life. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we look at this from a, a little different perspective. If you think of, you know, you know, saving money for retirement while you're working, you're not spending any of those dollars you're saving, and it can actually work out in your benefit. You know, if the markets are heading downward, if you're continually adding into those accounts, usually people are saving into their company 401k plan or 403b plan or a, a Minnesota <clears throat> deferred comp plan that they're a part of. So when markets go down, you put money in, you're actually buying stock at a cheaper price. When it recovers like it has, maybe you're in a better position. But on the flip side of that, once you're in retirement, if you're taking money back out, you know, some refer to this as what they call a sequence of returns risk, where if markets are down and we're pulling money out, now you're locking in a permanent loss. So it becomes much harder to recover from that. Uh, because the money came out before that recovery actually took place. And that can put people in a much, much more difficult position in the income phase of their retirement once they get to the point where they're pulling money back out. Absolutely. And, and so remember, folks, you hear people running around at work saying, I lost money today, I made money today. The reality is they didn't make money or lose money. Though The only way to be certain of that is if you sell. So if the market is down and you sell, you did just as uh, Taylor said, you locked in your losses. You didn't get an opportunity to see the rebound take place. You didn't enjoy any benefit when it took place. You sold and you, in fact, did now lose your money. And so the challenge is when the market is down and you're taking money, you're taking that money that no longer can work for you. So if a market is down, you've got to sell more stock or you've got to sell more of your portfolio, which means it no longer can perform in the future. And if the market is down, you've got to sell more of that stock, more of those shares, more of that, whatever it is you're selling to be able to get the income today to live. And that means you've got less money working for you going forward and it has a dramatic impact over time. So that's why we don't want to do that, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we want to prevent that as much as possible. Well, so tell me, is there any help from our government for people who are experiencing this very thing and are fearful of what to do right now at this moment? Yeah, so the as part of the uh, the CARES Act, so this came out you know, uh, post-COVID-19 um, in early March. And obviously, we, we've seen some headlines around the CARES Act. Well, what is it? You know, what, what does that actually entail? Um, it's a massive stimulus bill. So, you know, it's a north of $2 trillion from the government, uh, coupled with another $2-plus trillion from the, uh, uh, from the Fed. Um, that is, is designed to give some pressure relief to, to working Americans out there and people who are saving. So some of the main uh, things that uh, came out of that bill – Number one, just giving some relief on the money that is forced to come out of our savings accounts or retirement accounts. Um, but on top of that, you know, there are some more relaxed loan provisions around taking money back out of plans. Um, so the first part of that is what's called a required minimum distribution. So what is a required minimum distribution? Well, that's the money that Uncle Sam forces us to take out of our IRAs and 401ks now at age 72 
whether we need that money or not. So for retired Americans who are forced to take money out, maybe they don't need the money. Well, for as part of the CARES Act, the first thing they did, they said, we don't have to take our required minimum distributions for 2020. So that helps that some of that, you know, sequence of returns risk we just talked about, making sure that they're not pulling money out when markets are down so that they can allow themselves to buy themselves more time for the market to recover. In addition to that, uh, they did allow for some more flexibility around people who are saving in the 401ks. Um, as most people may be familiar, there are what's called, uh, there are loans you can take against your 401ks if you're, uh, if you have those, those plans, uh, through your employer. And those used to be capped at 50,000. Well, they bumped that up to $100,000 now, uh, that you can take. And they've relaxed the amount of time that it takes for you to actually pay that back. Uh, you actually have a three year period to pay the money back if you want, and you don't have to pay any taxes at all. Uh, or you can take and pay back the loan over a five year period. You're still going to, uh, <clears throat> have to pay some interest back to yourself if you do that. Uh, but there's some more relaxed there, um, provisions there, and also some more money that you can take out of those. So um, what they've really done yeah. is they've, they've eliminated the tax so that you have the money and you can forego the tax, at least for a period of time, either, either through the provisions you just described or the fact is, Unlike most RMDs, folks, if you're not familiar with the term required minimum distributions, which formerly were 70, age 70, you had to take the money. That meant whether you needed the money or not, you paid tax on it. And when you get into retirement, and frankly, from my perspective, at all times when you're investing, you're oftentimes more concerned with tax efficiency than you are with your investment return. Well, when you get hammered with taxes on money that you don't even need, that can be devastating. And so that's one of the things that was described by Taylor here and that's been relaxed over 2020. So that should be somewhat helpful. We're now at age 72 as opposed to 70 because we're all living longer. So that's a good thing, right? So what else? Is there anything else? Uh, a couple other things. If you are under age 59 and a half, uh, the government likes to use these half numbers out there. Um, at age 59 and a half, normally that was the number or the age that was reserved before we could take money from some of these plans. Uh, they are now allowing people under the age of 59 and a half to take up to $100,000 out of their retirement plan to work without that 10% IRS penalty. And the way that 10% IRS penalty worked is whatever monies you took out of those plans. Not only did you have to pay taxes on all of that money, but the government actually took 10% of your total distribution on top of that. A so, penalty tax, right? Penalty tax. Yep. So that, uh, that was taken out. That is now uh, relaxed uh, for anybody taking these distributions out of their retirement accounts. Again, up to that $100,000 um for uh, 2020 that's also a change because previous to that you could only take 50,000 or 50 percent of your portfolio whichever is less previously right now we're up to a hundred thousand dollars right that's that's correct <laughs> so now you can take your money so you don't have any money <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they force you to pay yourself back. And as bad as that sounds, it's not a bad thing at all. And uh, remember, in all savings and in all money management issues, protect thyself from thyself. And this is kind of an imposed uh, force you to pay yourself back, which is not a bad thing at all. Uh, so <clears throat> should we take advantage of these new rules to access our retirement money? Is it a good idea? Is there other alternatives to taking the money that maybe we could take advantage of to try to belay this problem for a period of time? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, Todd, it's going to depend on everybody's individual situation there. So that goes back to making sure you're doing due diligence around your personal situation. Uh, really, you know, diving into your individual financial um, numbers as it relates to your income needs. How much spending do you need on an annual or a monthly basis, an annual basis, and really sitting down and having a plan around that. And if it, you know, that means talking to a fiduciary financial advisor who has your best interests in mind, um, you know, that's something that's prudent to do. For some people, they're going to need to do something and they may not have other options. Maybe they can take social security, but maybe you're not at a social security age. You can't get at that money at that time. So uh, these things, these provisions within the CARES Act are options that they may have to take advantage of. But we encourage everybody to make sure you do your homework first to ensure that these are the, uh, the provisions that we have to take advantage of only in the event that they are necessary. Is there, when you pay yourself back in these uh, loan provisions that are now accessible to you. What is the typical rate that you have to pay yourself back? What is that number? Usually we're seeing anywhere from, it's usually a, a fairly reasonable rate in that three to 5% uh, range and where you're paying back the money that you took out. So just to be clear, any dollars you take out of your 401k plan through a loan or 403b, through a loan, you have to pay back the dollars you took out plus an interest stated interest rate within your plan. If you, you know, look into your what we call the, the plan document, and you can find that through your HR department at whatever workplace you work at, or just talk to somebody at in your HR department. They will tell you what that rate is and the time frame that you have to pay those money back, uh, those monies back plus the interest. So it's important to understand this because. When you take a loan, the amount of money that you take out, depending on whom you're working with, who's the custodian, what's the deal with your plan, and you got to know this, in some instances, the provider may actually give you a loan against your portfolio, in, a, in which case your money keeps working and, and benefiting and compounding. On the flip side, if you take a loan, you now take away the future performance of that money until it's paid back, and then that's a totally different thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that goes right back to that sequence of returns risk. Um, you're taking money out when it could be performing. The timing of the market can come into play. Uh, that can have a, a definite impact moving down the road. So the reason I bring this up is because, ironically, you might be better off taking a traditional loan than taking a loan from your retirement account if you have access to that. You may have a lower interest rate. You may not have to be concerned with having to repay it. I mean, I, I don't need to tell you this 
Taylor, you know it, but the number of people who take out loans as, uh, as you know, potentially they're, they're anticipating paying them back, but then wind up later on declaring them as distributions and have to pay not only the income tax on the money they took, but as you talked about, the 10% penalty tax, and they get killed. There's so many reasons why someone might consider taking a traditional loan, especially given the current rate to uh, to take money out. Our, our debt service, which is our interest rate, is now in some cases below 3% on, on some home loans and uh, in the low threes. Well, you know, I, I, I will tell you that in a lot of retirement plans, they've got a standard 6% interest payback which means that the the debt service and the paying back of the principal payment, which gets taken right out of your check, could actually be bigger than the payment you would make on a traditional loan. So it's something we should consider, right? Yeah, I think for, again, making sure we're doing our due diligence on everyone's individual situation, but you're absolutely right, Don. I mean, if you do the math, if you're paying... Two or three percent on a on a loan, whether that's you know, maybe a potentially a home equity line of credit, um, or you know if you have equity in in your home, or even if it's a personal loan, uh, there's a num- number of different ways to uh, to uh, receive a loan right now. You know, you couple that with uh, what we'll look at yesterday in the markets. You know, the markets went up two point seven percent in one day. You made up basically all the interest you paid for for, you know, the month there in one day. Um, so that's something to consider, absolutely, especially if you have time on your side, I would I would uh, add on to that. And, you know, if we can earn more than we're paying, then that could make more sense in the long run to keep those assets invested instead of taking them out, not to mention, to your point earlier, you have to pay taxes on a lot of those distributions. Uh, that are coming out, especially of retirement accounts, which is where the majority of people's money is being saved right now. And that and that's goes probably right up against a lot of people's fears and concerns, which is that they always want to use their own money rather than a loan, but they never do the math. And so what has just been described by Taylor is a concept known as leverage, where you're making more money than you're paying. And that is just a tenant of money and money management. Where do I get the best leverage for my money? So if I can borrow money at a lower rate and make more money with the money in my portfolio, I'd always rather do that. But for most people, their natural inclination is to do the opposite. So we gotta be concerned with that. And the whole point that I was trying to make is it's lost opportunity cost for you. It's the amount of money that you would otherwise make that you now don't make because you took money out of your portfolio, which is no longer performing and making you money in the future. So these are things you want to talk to your advisor about because they really, really matter. We're going to take another break here. We'll be right back with Taylor Sundin. Today is Great Waters Retirement Radio, and we're talking about how you need to manage your finances in these turbulent times. We will be right back. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. 
Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. You can find them on the web by going to metroeastcre.com, that's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com, or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. 
You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back to First Saturday of every month, Great Waters Retirement Radio. We're talking about the current pandemic, the impact on the markets, the impact for you saving for your retirement. Maybe you're you're in retirement and some of the things you need to be concerned with. And we were just talking about, you know, um, the tax issues and some of the some of the impacts, people taking retirement funds in the form of a loan and later declaring them as distributions. I like to laughingly say, Taylor, that show me self-employed people and I show you people with tax problems, which is very frankly a truism more than you probably know, because I know you more work with people who are who are employed working for corporations and things like that. I know that because I was in your business. Uh, but you know, the interesting thing, if you talk to somebody who is or has been an employee and they have tax challenges, let me just guarantee you that almost without exception, it's because they took a loan from their retirement account or a straight up distribution, that a loan that was declared a distribution, and now they're saddled with tax liability and they're having to pay it back over time. And, you know, the interesting thing about people and the math, when I talk about the leverage, uh, making more money on your money than you're paying and things like that, doing the math to determine that. I'm just telling you, people don't do it. You know, we, one of the functions that we do in our business is we are extraordinarily good at settling debt. We've been doing it since the farm crisis. And only reason I bring that up is the number of people who will say, well, I settled my $100,000 in credit card debt. I know you're all going insane, 400000 Well, and I settled it for 40 cents on the dollar. Okay, that's great. Except did you do the math? Because the interesting thing is when you have debt, depending on its amortization of payback, maybe it's 10 years, 20 years. Look, most credit cards are 20 or 30 years. So the minimum payment on a credit card or credit cards or debt that might be crushing you, ironically, if it amortizes over a period of time, that's a lot of debt. No disagreement. However, you settle it for 40 cents on the dollar and use retirement funds to settle it, but you have to pay those back in five years. Ironically, although it's only 40% of the total debt, your monthly payment may actually be more than what the payment was that you couldn't afford before that caused you to want to settle the debt in the first place. And people simply, Taylor, they just don't do the math. It's maddening. You know, so, yeah, you're so right. when you... Th- you know, when you, so when you think about, when you think about, should I take a straight up loan if you have access to that, a home equity line of credit or some other loan, especially in this low interest environment, as opposed to touching your portfolio and, and, and taking away from its performance and its bounce back. You know, frankly, you know, some of you, you know, you, you, you maybe you've really gotten beaten up in the market, but look, Taylor's already talked about the fact that when the markets rebound, you take advantage of that by remaining in the market. If you sell, if you go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's going to go lower and you sell, let me just guarantee you locked in your losses. And now that rebound when it comes back, 
you won't be able to benefit from it. You'll not be able to take advantage of that. And then the market starts climbing, uh, recovering, doing better. And then you have fear of loss. And now you'll want to buy back into the market because you're fearful you're going to lose out on the upside. What does that have people doing over their working lifetime? It has them buying high and selling low as opposed to the opposite, which was the goal in the first place. And that's why people's personal portfolios perform so poorly as compared with just the index. You know, the index in the last 50 years has been slightly over 10%, yet the average investor barely ekes out 6% over the same period of time. Why is that? The exact reason I just described, right? Yeah, you're spot on, Todd. I think uh, emotions play a very strong role in how people personally invest. Yeah, we look at the uh, the emotional cycle here. Fear and greed are the two main emotions that drive people's investment decisions. And there's this, for lack of a better term, fear of missing out or FOMO, as the the kids say <laughs> these days, right? Where you know when things are going hot and there your friends talking about all the money you made in the market, uh, the stock that he bought, you want in on that too. So you, know, you jump in, and what happens is you end up piling in later than you should have. Uh, just the opposite when things are going down it's already been down and now everyone's freaking out about it going down further and you jump out so it's that you know that buy high sell low when everybody knows what we should be doing should be buying low and selling high and in fact really what you should do is you should look at this as a lifetime thing as opposed to thinking you're you're betting on a horse and you're and you're trying to manipulate things. I mean, look, look, guys, the folks who are in the bullpen on Wall Street can't beat the index with their own personal portfolio. What in God's name makes you think you can? So, I mean, it, it is uh, long term investing dollar cost averaging over time, leaving the frickin money alone is the way you succeed and and i wouldn't I, I i would also say this for a lot of people who are on furlough uh getting paid while they're not working or or on unemployment let me just tell you something when you have time on your hands people spend money they spend more money not less so the irony is a lot of people say well why would i go back to work i'm making more money on unemployment or hey man this is great i'm at home i'm not having to i'm not having to work and i'm getting paid or i'm working out of my home well let me tell you here's the problem three months from now when you look back on these months you're going to recognize that you had more discretionary spending than you ever did when you were working full-time and that's why people get into trouble so you so look in some instances it might be better to go back to work sooner it might be better to take a part-time job uh during during this time that you're working full-time just to stop to, to get rid of that time something to occupy your time that's productive that's making you money so you don't have to take money out of your investment portfolio i mean what do you think about that idea taylor well i think you hit it on it earlier it's protecting ourselves from ourselves right you know if we have too much time on our hands and we can't go out to eat i know we can start to do that now we can't go out as much as we we could before and and suck up our time with other activities what are we going to do and again this is generalizing but you know we're going to go on our social media and click on all those ads that we see out there for whatever it is. And next thing you know, the credit card bills end up piling up higher than they did before. So I think you're spot on with that. Uh, you know, taking that time to work, you know, it's just less time that we can browse online to, to shop. 
<laughs> well, I can tell you that my uh, my younger son uh, is employed with Byerly's, and they are literally ongoingly breaking records. They they are they have they are their their days as a as a gross performance are are better and better. Every time I talk to him, he tells me the store is packed. Uh, they've increased prices quite dramatically, and I don't mean Byerly's. I mean every grocery store, and they are selling the shelves out. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to. Every, nearly everyone says they've gained weight over this period of time. So, you know, hey man, we need to be productive, or, or we're going to spend money. And that's a, that. Even if we're not going out to eat, we're probably doing some things we we shouldn't be. Anyway, we want to leave the money alone. And and I I can't you know with with Taylor's blessing here, I can't emphasize enough the notion that there's other things that you can do uh, to access money or to or to minimize the amount of money you're spending rather than taking your money from your portfolio. But if you need to do it, the government is helping you out with that. And we could argue whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, because that whole point of protect thyself from thyself, the more access that people have to the money, Taylor, the more challenging it is. It's an interesting dichotomy because people want this flexibility. They want this access. They want this control. Desperately, they want it. Well, you can look back for people who were involved in pension plans years ago, as rare as they are today, and we can argue about the fact that the companies mismanaged the money and all the, the bad things about pension plans. But let me tell you what the good things were about pension plans. You didn't get to choose whether you participated or not. You didn't get to choose what the investments were. You didn't get access to the money. When you retired, you didn't have a lump sum for you to think about all the money, you, all the things you could spend it on. You simply got an income stream, maybe relative to 70% of your previous income, and you had to keep spending it just like you did with a two-week paycheck. And guess what? It worked because of that. Now we have all this flexibility, and guess what? People get themselves into trouble. So that whole protect yourself from yourself is a really, really important adage. And the more somebody says, no, no, I'm not like that, I'm okay, the more worried I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so, yes. you know, so... I mean, um, you know, there's another there's another thing that really is worth touching on, and that's, you know, the difference between a traditional retirement contribution and a Roth. One of the things I think that most people don't understand, and and it's probably our fault in the investment community, uh, Taylor, and that is that people have this notion, first of all, that they think a 401k or a 403b or a SEP or a KEO is an investment. It's not an investment. It's an umbrella over the investments where taxation would ordinarily erode some of it away. But what you do inside of it, that's up to you. Hence, when people say they are, they, they can't do a Roth or they, or, or they're, or they're doing a Roth as though that's the investment. That's not an investment. That is simply the way that you invest. You invest traditionally, you don't have to pay tax. However, when you do retire, now you're going to pay income tax, not just on the money that you earned over those years and the tax that you did not pay on those dollars. Now you're going to pay income tax on all the money all the portfolio, including the gain on the money over time. So for a lot of people, a Roth contribution simply means that they are going to pay the tax and then put the money into the investment account, which still has wonderful tax 
uh, provisions to protect the growth of the money over time and when you take the money. But when the market is down, there's opportunities for some of this. And and also, maybe now it's time to start looking at this more carefully. So what do you say to that, Taylor? Yeah, you're spot on, Todd. Um, the, the first thing is just understanding, you know, why we would do one versus the other. Why would we do a traditional IRA versus a Roth IRA? And uh, to your point, the, the traditional IRA is money you put in and, and you know, w- while you're potentially working there, uh, you have to have earned c- income to put it in. And, you know, you get a write-off because of that. People like that. They want to pay less in taxes. But to your point, on the back end, the impact of that could be a little more treacherous. You know, we're taking money out. We're getting taxed on everything that comes out of these accounts. So um, the first thing I, we tell people is make sure you educate yourself on your personal tax situation. You, know, you have to know where your tax, um, your income tax uh, lies today, which bracket you're in, and where your bracket will be down the road. Um, but I think what you're alluding to, Todd, here is an opportunity to take advantage of what we call Roth conversion on Correct. top of a Roth, a Roth contribution. And the advantage here is any money that goes into a Roth, once it's in there, it will never be taxed again. So you put money into a Roth IRA, not only the money that you put in um, will grow tax-free, but any distributions you take out of a Roth IRA down the road are all coming out tax-free to you, which is a huge benefit. The tax rates, if they go up down the road, which a lot of people think they will, you know and have the peace of mind that you're pulling money out tax-free in a situation where you're not impacted by the current tax code. You already paid up. So if you look at that in as it relates to the current market conditions, if you think about this in context, if you're paying tax on all of your traditional IRAs or 401k dollars, you know, the growth, the money you put in, all of that the same, aren't we better off getting money over to a Roth IRA and getting all of that growth when the market re- recovers tax-free instead of in an account that is continuing to grow your tax bill as it grows its underlying account value as well. So that's the idea here uh, from a planning perspective is you can get money over to an after-tax position, and now when the market pops back like it has and may continue here, who knows? Uh, you know, we got a lot of uncertainty out there still, but that's all now tax-free growth that you got in the bank that you can take advantage of down the road. So this might be a perfect time to do that Roth conversion. The, Absolutely. The, yeah. The, the other thing, the other thing is that, you know, remember that, that if, if you are in a down market with the anticipation that the market will recover and what that probably means is you're going to see substantial growth over time in the future. Now would be the time to take the conversion because remember with a Roth, always always think of it this way. If you're paying income tax on all of the money, including the growth, whenever your contribution is overshadowed by its growth over time, that would be highly appreciated stock or investments. That means you're paying income tax, a high tax bracket on the gain on the money. I would much rather pay income tax when I'm in a lower tax bracket, when I'm in a lesser environment, and that way I pay no tax when I take the money as a Roth conversion down the road of retirement. When you take money out of the Roth, you don't pay tax on the money, and that's the real benefit. So I would rather pay my tax now rather than pay my tax on the more money that I make down the road, highly appreciated investment portfolio. So this is could be a tremendous opportunity to do exactly that, right? Absolutely. 
Yeah, we see a lot of people that are in higher tax brackets down the road, even after they're retired. So take advantage of these lower brackets while you have them. Absolutely. And there there can be a strategy even to uh, to contribute uh, during a time in a traditional during a time when the tax bracket is one way and then convert down the road as a strategy, believe it or not, to a Roth down the road when the tax environment is different. And doing those things over time, if you if you are working, if you you know work with different employers and different jobs and different plans, it's interesting how dramatic the impact over time can be when somebody actually is aware of this and does this and, and consults with their advisor as to what the best time is to do it. We're going to take another break here. We are back with Taylor Sundin with Great Waters Financial, uh, and uh, this is every Saturday, first Saturday of every month. It's Great Waters Retirement Radio. Love having these guys on. If you need somebody. To to talk to about what to do and uh, what moves to make and the impacts that it'll have long term. If you need just to have a plan, hey man, the most important thing in the world is just have a plan. Any plan beats the plan you got now if you got no plan. And these guys will do a, a free retirement analysis for you, which gives you an incredible amount of peace of mind. How do they get a hold of you, Taylor, to do that if they wanted to, to take advantage of that? Yeah, they can uh, jump onto our website at greatwatersfinancial.com. We also have a landing page uh, just for the radio show here as well. That's greatwatersfinancial.com slash cover your assets. Uh, or they can reach us at our, our uh, direct line at 612-360-2127. Fantastic. These guys do classes all over uh, the state. Uh, now, I, I, I hesitate to say that because I actually teach classes all over the country and I'm doing webinars <laughs> now right but uh these are the experts you know when you see the when you see the folks on the local television shows you see more often than not folks from great waters this is an incredible team and uh you, you know i i i can't uh, i can't endorse these guys high enough it's a reason that the they are uh, they're on my show i i am not selling anybody investments i am selling you information and these guys have the best information and they're our go-to sources when we need help with our clients so i can't endorse them high enough and i'm telling you taking advantage of a free plan to pre- prepare for and know what you need to do now to be comfortable and in a strong position in the future. It's just tremendous sleeping medication to, 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 to be able to have that confidence when you, when you lay your head down at the end of the night. We'll be right back. We will take another break and uh, talk with you more about how to deal with the challenges today in the markets and your retirement portfolio. We'll be right back. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-611 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. 
Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch and Sundance. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky okay. and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One financial find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com because he's super laverne and shirley exactly finding a good banker and cpa are like having a good doctor or mechanic you cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them however that's not the time to go looking for one instead you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome cpa arliss cleveland of arliss cleveland ltd is the cpa firm you've been looking for as many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639 what are the first three letters in the word smart sma and sma exteriors and restoration has made smart affordable since 1994 as an lp smart side master level siding installer a gaf master elite roofing installer and as an expert in installing windows made in minnesota made for minnesota you're guaranteed to make the smart choice call today for your free estimate 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. This morning, first Saturday of every month on Cover Your Assets is Great Waters Retirement Radio. This morning, we are joined by a fabulous representative, Taylor Sundin. Taylor's been in the business for over a decade he is your go-to person for retirement planning. We're just talking about reaching out to be able to get access to him, his company, and also some of the training and educational pieces that are available on the website. You're sitting at home. You want to educate yourself. I always like to say no one gets to succeed financially. Listen to this, folks. No one gets to succeed financially over a sustainable period of time without somewhat becoming a financial person. Do you agree with that, Taylor? 100% agree with that. You know, we constantly have to be educating ourselves uh, for a couple different reasons. Number one, we always want to sharpen our saw, continue to get better, continue to grow. But the other thing is everything's changing all the time. So we have to keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. Uh, so for resources available, you know, we do have our website, greatwatersfinancial.com. 
There's a lot of resources out there. If you just go up to learn on there, we've put a lot of videos, good content around the changes in, uh, over the last uh, few months here, not to mention other changes that have taken place. Fantastic. Uh, you know, take advantage of this stuff. And when I, you know, Taylor and I, both of us are financial people. We have an educational background in money and finance. We work in finance. Uh, he's got a decade. I've got over three, and we'll leave it at that. It's more than over three. And uh, look, we speak uh, about it. We read about it. We, we meet with clients about it, and it's our world. But when I say everyone needs to become a financial person, I mean, you don't get to say my financial person handles that. You need to educate yourself so that you can have a productive conversation with a financial professional. Because if you can't, you smile and nod, your eyes glaze over, and you have no idea what they're talking about. And all you are thinking is you hope that they're going to do everything for you. Well, I got news for you, folks. You got to learn this stuff yourself. And that's why you go to their website. You check out their educational information. And you go through it not once, not twice, three times and more to a point where you actually understand it. And then when you meet with a person, you have a vastly more productive meeting. It's so vitally important. I teach my clients this, and I'm telling you, I would not pass up the opportunity to have a consultation with these guys and to work out a plan for yourself. I almost don't care where you are in the trajectory of your life, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, or your 60s. This is an enormously useful and valuable tool, and it will change the way things work out in the future for you. Literally, this meeting will change the way things work out for you in the future. What's that worth? thousand dollars ten thousand dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know i don't know how many times you need to say this to people do you need to hit them over the head with a rock well yeah i'll get around to it come on you know the rule is do it now (laughs) so anyway um we're going to talk about another piece which may be of interest to you maybe you're seeing what's going on in the world and maybe you are in a position financially and that being a strong position that you want to help you want to help out your your fellow man you want to be able to make an impact and be a bit of a sage at this point in your life and if that is true there are ways to do that tax efficiently and why would you concern yourself with that because you can do more with the same amount of money or you can do uh with with uh, less money more so that's what it means because remember i said tax efficiency is important it takes away from the impact that you can have with every charitable dollar because you have to pay taxes or you don't have to pay taxes so let's talk a little bit about charitable gifting during this period of time and how somebody might be able to take advantage of that taylor absolutely yeah, I mean, so there, there was actually a recent poll that came out that uh, said the percentage of Americans who have donated money to charity has now hit an, an all-time low. So that's uh, that's concerning. Um, and, you know, and I think a, a part of that is the, the tax code changes that we had a couple of years ago as well, uh, is even though you know we want to give to give and it's not all about the tax savings, uh, the new tax code that was implemented back in 2018 bumped our standard deduction up so high and uh, made it more difficult to itemize deductions to a point where people are no longer getting credit for their charitable giving, it's getting wiped out by the standard deduction. So uh, as part of the, the CARES Act, uh, they did implement a, a change for your charitable giving. Uh, you will automatically get a $300, what they call above the line deduction. Now, what does that mean? That means any income that you receive in the year will be offset by 
the $300 right off the top. So if I made $10,000 this year, my income before any deductions come into play would be $9,700. So you're now getting credit for your giving, whereas most people have had trouble to get credit for that before. Uh, And people want to give. It makes us not only uh, save some money potentially, but it makes us feel good, especially what's going on here recently, uh, especially locally as well. You know, there's a lot of great uh, causes that we can give to, you know, for the people who have the ability to do that. Just know that you do have the the opportunity to get some credit for that if you weren't getting that before. In addition to that, for people who are retired and are in their 70s, we talked about there's required minimum distributions earlier. You know, that RMD, uh, where once you hit age 72, you can, you're forced to start taking money out of these retirement plans that you've saved into, 401Ks, IRAs, 403Bs. Well, as part of the uh, tax code change back, well, actually a few years ago, um, they allowed what's called a qualified charitable distribution, where we can take that required minimum distribution, the required money that the IRS is forcing us to take out, and give that directly to a charity. And the advantage of that is that money, again, comes right off the top of your income. You don't have to realize that. You don't have to pay taxes on it. Um, and the standard deduction, we don't have to worry about you that getting that wiping out uh, your giving. Now, we don't have to take a required distribution this year, but you can still give qualified charitable distributions if you want to. Um, more importantly, that's something you can continue to do down the line and get the tax savings as well. And so it's all. And so the point is, is that that offsets what would otherwise be, or potentially could be, a tax liability. Uh, the other point that I would make about this, and this is certainly offhanded, but look, it's me, and and this is cover your assets after all. I, uh, I have a real problem with giving people something for nothing because I know you create dependency. What I'm trying to say is get involved with your charitable organizations. Find out where your money is going. Be efficient. If you succeeded in your retirement account uh, or your retirement planning, chances are you are a financial person. You are a planner. You are a strategist. You are a business person. And so I'm saying when you think about somebody like like uh, Bill and Melinda Gates and the way that they give to charities, they don't just hand out money. They want to know who's going to take advantage of that money, who's going to leverage it. They don't just give a business money when, when, the, when the business may or may not know how to manage the money. They want to know that that person knows how to manage manage money. They know how to leverage it and turn $1 into three. They don't just give it away because otherwise people just keep doing what they're doing and keep failing with more dollars and it doesn't do anybody any good. So when you get involved with your charitable organizations, you become very conscious of how that money is being spent. You may actually give more because now you're confident in the way that those dollars are being spent. And if you're in a position where you're already in retirement and there is enough money for you to live, you won't outlive your income. Well, then this is a great opportunity for you to do something instrumental for society moving forward. And it's really incumbent upon you to be aware of what you're doing with the money, where the money's going. And that is something that is, I almost can't say the value of that. So, you know, uh, charitable gifting is, is a business unto itself. And rarely do people think of it in that way. But I just want to make that point. I think that's the way you go about doing it. So I apologize for that, Taylor. <laughs> no. Um, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about about the ups and downs in the market. And, you know, I'll, I'll just ask you, are you confident in the American markets? Are you confident personally in the, the American markets that we're going to that we're going to come back? 
I think based on where we're at, I mean, if you look at all the information out there that that's coming to light every single day, um, the fundamentals of this market really aren't making a ton of sense right now, are they? I mean, we, yeah. we have we have economic data that is is suggesting we are in a troubled time. We have uh, a, almost twenty percent unemployment as a country, um, and the market just keeps steaming further and further ahead. So. Yeah, you know, keeping that in mind, you know, we had a stimulus come out. I think, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, effect that we've seen from that, and that having four trillion dollars pumped into the markets uh, is going to potentially help things, obviously. Um, but there's a lot of uncertainty out there still. We don't have second quarter numbers yet. Unemployment numbers still haven't, you know, truly come to fruition. We don't know where that's going to land, um, and we really don't know what the effect of this reintroduction back into our if you want to call it normal uh, way of living, uh, what effect that will have. So um, personally, I, you know, just based on all of that uncertainty out there, you know, we like when the markets go up, we all want our money to go up, but you know, we have to be very cautious as we look at our plans for our clients to make sure that, you know, we're not sticking our necks out there too far to sacrifice, you know, the money that you can't afford to lose moving forward. Cause there's more than likely some uncertainty to come. I believe 100% our markets are going to come back. I believe that we were steaming forward and we had so much momentum that even with this catastrophic uh, thing that happened, we're still going to keep moving forward. We are Americans after all. Go to Great Waters Financial. Check out their educational information. Go to Taylor Sundin. uh, Give him a call. Shoot him an email. What's your email quick? Taylor.Sundin at MyGreatWaters.com. Set up a free consultation. Do a plan, succeed. It's all about success. Great Waters Financial, uh, this is our radio show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763 571 111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com this has been a paid program the views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of score north kstp am 1500 score north on am 1500 kstp st paul minneapolis 94.5 kstp fm st paul hd2 and on score